Good morning, church, and Merry Christmas. Now, I know what you're thinking. It's December 27th. Pastor Pete, Christmas is a couple days ago, but it's still time to say Merry Christmas. Many Christians around the world continue to celebrate Christmas, not just on one day, but for 12 days following Christmas, the season of Christmas, 12 days of Christmas leading up to Epiphany. Uh, that would be January 6th. Uh, Epiphany is when the Magi finally made their way uh, to Jesus and Mary and Joseph. And so we're still in the season of Christmas, and it's still appropriate that we have our Advent candles, now Christmas candles, all lit. Let's review them uh, this morning. We have the first candle was the candle of expectation and hope that was lit at the very beginning of the season of Advent. Then we have the candle of preparation and peace, anticipating the coming of the Lord Jesus. We have the candle of proclamation and joy, joy to the world. The Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. We, I don't know why it's pink. I've looked it up. I have no idea why, why pink. Maybe someone was colorblind. I don't know why they would pick pink, but that's what they picked. And then finally, the fourth Sunday of Advent, the candle of revelation and love, that God has revealed his love to us in sending of his son. And then Christmas Eve, for those of you who are able to be here with us in person or online, we lit the central candle, the Christ candle, celebrating the fullness of God's plan of salvation that was planned long, long, long ago for the sending of Christ, our King, into the world to bring the light of life to us. I hope and pray you've had a beautiful Christmas season. I pray that after uh, the events of Christmas Eve and Friday and opening presents, and now a couple days later, we're all catching our breath. We're looking forward to the new year. I just wanted to share with you a little a devotion this morning uh, as we're at home, uh, safe and sound with our family, uh, that we could have an opportunity to reflect again on the promises fulfilled in the coming of Christ. So many prophecies fulfilled, so many passages that I could look at, but I want to look at uh, just one in particular. Well, one, one prophet, but uh, two passages from his prophecy, the book of Micah. So if you have your Bible at home, I'd invite you to open up to the book of Micah. It's near the end of the Old Testament. Uh, I can't tell you the page number, but follow along. We'll be reading from chapter 4, verses 1 to 5, and then chapter 5, verses 2 to 4. So here's, here's God's word for us. Chapter 4, 1 to 5. And the prophet is given this word by the Holy Spirit and writes, In the last days... The mountain of the Lord's temple will be established as the highest of the mountains. It will be exalted above the hills and the peoples will stream to it. Many nations will come and say, come, let us go to the mountain of the Lord, to the temple of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways so that we may walk in his paths. The law will go out from Zion and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem he will judge between many peoples. They will settle disputes for strong nations far and wide. They will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war anymore. Everyone will sit under their own vine and under their own fig tree 
and no one will make them afraid. For the Lord Almighty has spoken. All the nations may walk in the name of their gods, but we will walk in the name of the Lord our God forever and ever. The Holy Spirit inspired the prophet Micah to write of a day in the last days when God's promises would be fulfilled that through Israel, peace would come to all humankind. There'll be a day when people hang up their their swords, they, they beat them into something you'd use in the garden. That everyone would have food on the table. That neighbors wouldn't argue with neighbors. We'd all get along. There'd be peace. There'd be a newness that would come. It would come from, from those that are chosen by God, who abide by God's word and live by God's law. That this would come and usher in a new day of peace. The second prophecy is, uh, from the next chapter, Micah uh, chapter 5, verse 2 to 4. Listen to this one. It says, But you, Bethlehem, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come from me one who will be ruler over Israel. That, that same Israel that will bring that peace, a ruler will come out of that place to rule, whose origins from, are from of old, from ancient times. Therefore, Israel will be abandoned until the time when she who is in labor bears a son and the rest of his brothers will return to join the Israelites. He will stand and he will shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they will live securely for then his greatness will reach to the ends of the earth. Now, in that context, Micah's writing to the people of Israel, deathly afraid of the Assyrians who are coming to attack. But he says, one day a leader will emerge who will be born in this little town of Bethlehem and will lead God's people in peace. Do you see the connection? The Lord Jesus the fulfillment of the promises, all of that preparation and all of that expectation fulfilled in the birth of Christ in that little town of Bethlehem. Jesus came saying, I have come not to do away with the law, but to fulfill the law. He is the perfect man who lived by every word of Torah, fulfilling God's Law, exactly the prophecy that Micah had. And that it was out of Jerusalem that he sent his apostles, right, to, to send forth this message of good news, of great joy that would reach the nations. And here we have the fulfillment of the promises. Just two examples out of hundreds of the Old Testament fulfilled in the New. Do you know that God planned that first Christmas before the foundation of the world? Do you know that he had you in mind? Do you know that the Lord knows what you're going through right now? I know that sounds cliche, but sometimes we need to be reminded after such a difficult year, such a trying year, with all the hopes that we have for 2021, with New Year's resolutions, with all the things we're planning for our families, for ourselves, the things that we're going to commit to, this will be different. I'm going to live a new way. God says, 
you don't need to do all that. First and foremost, you just need to look to Jesus. He lived the perfect life. He led the way. Trust in him. Let's recommit to Jesus this Christmas season. Yeah, it's a season of 12 days from, from now all the way into January, into the new year and beyond. God loves you. God has a beautiful plan for your life. You say, Pastor Pete, we hear that all the time. Is there something more you can tell me? I can tell you this. In Jesus Christ, we have a living hope. As Rob's saying, our names, and I, this is from the book of Isaiah, are written, engraved in his hands. He came to live the perfect life that you and I could never live, to die the, a death on the cross, to pay a debt we could never afford, that we might have life everlasting, that we might be called children of God, and that we one day, as we see in the book of Revelation, see the fulfillment of this prophecy of a new Jerusalem coming, a new Zion, where God will be with his people, and there will be peace on earth. I pray for you this New Year's season, for God's peace that passes understanding to guard your hearts in the knowledge and love of Christ. Church, I love you. We've got great things in store. God's going to do a great thing in your life and the life of our church in 2021. It starts next Sunday on January 3rd with our new series, Knowing God. We're going to talk about the Holy Trinity. We're talking about what Scripture teaches us of who God is. I hope you'll join us. Until then, let's pray together. Lord God, thank you for those brothers and sisters, friends here on this uh, video this morning, maybe those that are just coming, checking out our church for the first time, Lord, bless them. Come very near to them, Lord. Hear our prayers to you, Lord, for the difficulties, the difficult circumstances we find ourselves in, we find our community in, our nation in, and world. Lord Jesus, we know that you are the promised one. We know that you are leading us uh, by your word as a light unto our feet. We know, Lord God, that you are bringing peace on earth through your kingdom. I pray, God, that we would be peacemakers and that we would be used by you, Lord, to bring your kingdom. Bless all those, Lord, that are serving on the front lines uh, of COVID, first responders, doctors, and nurses. We pray, Lord, for those medical professionals we pray, Lord, for those that wear our nation's uniform, that you guard and protect them, Lord God. We pray over all of uh, those that lead uh, our nation, our state, and our local, uh, our local governments. We pray, Lord, for the churches in this valley, Lord God, that you would raise up uh, men and women of God to go forth to bring the good news uh, into 2021. And Lord God, I pray that we would be prepared for all that you have in store for Maple Valley Church the mission and opportunities and, and the great privilege we have uh, to be uh, the family of God here and to love people uh, into the kingdom of Christ. We pray this in Jesus' name. And all God's children said, amen. Amen. Thank you for watching and we will see you Sunday. Bye-bye.